0: Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, the aquarium hobby emphasizes a lot of good, solid practices. However, one of the things that we hear discussed the least is the mindset of acquiring patience. Yep, good old patience, something we've talked about before, and we're going to keep talking about it. It's the most fundamental of the fundamentals in the aquarium hobby, and perhaps the most difficult thing to acquire. Uh, People new to our little hobby sector often ask me, you know, Scott, when will my tank start you know, looking more broken in? Or when can I add more fishes? Or when will the tank look more established? Kind of questions like that, which are indicative of uh, a sort of a a, a lack of patience or perhaps a lack of understanding of process. And my answer to these questions is always the same. It takes a while. (laughs) Botanical style aquariums, like any other, require biological processes to establish and mature the system. This takes more than a week or two weeks or even a month. Honestly, if you ask me, you're talking three to four months before any aquarium, especially a botanical-style one, really hits that stride of stability and the look that comes from a more mature, established system. Three to four months, like one season. Can you handle that? Start a tank in the fall, it starts looking good in the winter. I mean, it's really not that long, right? Especially when you take into account that you can maintain a botanical-style aquarium continuously for years, It just requires patience, a long-term vision, and a focus on the goal of establishing a healthy, natural functioning system over the long term. You can't rush stuff. You simply can't. And you really don't want to anyways. Let it evolve naturally. Stay the course. Be patient. One day, you'll look at your tank, and you'll think to yourself, this is what I envisioned. And you might casually glance at the calendar and note that, sure enough, it's been about three to four months since you established your tank. Not all that long, right? It was a pretty enjoyable ride along the way, wasn't it? Yeah, when you liberate yourself from some artificially self-imposed timetable about when things will look or feel good, it's a lot easier. And it all comes back to understanding and embracing the fundamentals. Now, I firmly believe that understanding and appreciating the fundamentals of the hobby and the natural world can yield the same results or better than tons of expensive gear and stuff when simply thrown at a situation without thought as to why to try to rapidly get to some place where you feel good. It requires us to shift our minds to places that might be less comfortable for us. It's just a lot less sexy than gearing up or blindly following somebody else's rules. It requires us to open our minds up. It requires patience, process, and personal observation. It requires eschewing more of that instant gratification for a long-term function, stability and benefits. These things take time. The processes of decomposition and fungal growth, bacterial biofilms, don't happen overnight. They happen fairly soon, but it takes a while for them to really get going to the point where your system is processing you know, nutrients and, and uh, just functioning in a stable, uh, consistent manner. Now, I think that mental shift is really challenging to a lot of people, but I think the pendulum is swinging back just a little bit. Not digressing, mind you. switching back to a more accepting approach, taking our hands off for just a bit, once again realizing that nature knows best, understanding that we can use technology and technique to work with nature instead of against it. We're realizing that nature has been doing this stuff for billions of years longer than we have, and she has some damn good ideas on how to run things. Rather than fighting the processes of decomposition, formation of detritus, and biological diversity, we seem to be spending much more time and energy setting the stage for natural processes to occur. That is the absolute fundamental essence of the Botanical Style Aquarium, setting the stage for biological activity and ecological diversity to take place in your aquarium. That's the one thing that divides us from just about every other approach to aquarium keeping right now. I say just about, because there's probably a few things along the way that are similar and maybe in planted aquariums and perhaps in reef aquariums. But for the most part, this is a different type of an approach. And our fishes and other aquatic animals are really benefiting from this. Fish health, appearance, overall vivaciousness, and spawning activity are being positively impacted by this concept of working with nature in this manner and just applying overall patience. Once again, just as aquarists did since the dawn of the modern age of fish keeping, we've been thinking of an aquarium as a place to grow stuff. And we're looking at the whole aquarium as a microcosm of nature, a living, breathing, growing entity, growing. Uh, I saw a sort of compressed version of this century-long evolution of freshwater aquaristics during the rise of the reef aquarium hobby, which really started to take place, or started to take off, excuse me, in like the mid-1980s. And my mind has been on this side of the fence quite a bit lately, as I'm going to be Uh, Setting up a new reef aquarium soon, and it just kind of gets me reflecting about this stuff. For the longest time in the reef aquarium hobby, we were happy just to keep a box full of fishes and maybe a few tough invertebrates alive, then we evolved up to trying to house them long term and propagate them. Experiments with new technology and technique resulted in the birth of the modern reef system with robust circulation, lighting, and studious analysis of water chemistry, and just a greater emphasis of what's going on. The emphasis was on providing a great environment for the corals so that they can thrive and reproduce. And the learning never stops. The techniques and the philosophies continue to evolve. Within the past 10 years in the reef hobby alone, we went from the doctrine of you should have undetectable nitrates and phosphates to your reef aquarium because natural reefs are virtual nutrient deserts to you need to have a balance between too much and too little. These kind of things can only occur when you start looking at things long term. We've come to understand that reef aquariums, like any type of aquarium, are truly biological microcosms which encompass a vast array of life forms, including not just fishes and corals and invertebrates, but sometimes macroalgae, benthic animals like worms, planktonic life, bacteria, and more. Reefers came to understand, as freshwater pioneers did generations before, that just because a reef has undetectable levels of phosphates and nitrates in the waters surrounding it, our aquariums don't have to run that way the optimum environment for our animals might not be exactly what we think it may be on the surface. The reality in the reef-keeping world is that corals need nutrients and food, and an aquarium is not a natural reef. It's not an open system with uncounted millions of gallons of water passing through it hourly. We discovered this reality in the coral propagation business where the long-held aquarium mindset that you need a nutrient-poor system in order for corals to thrive was not really the whole story, particularly when we were trying to mass-culture corals on a commercial level they needed to eat. Polishing everything from the water with lots of gear and all this stuff was actually detrimental. We gradually started to allow some detritus to accumulate in our systems. We didn't fear feeding our corals. We didn't fear a little bit of nitrate in the water. And guess what? They grew like mad. Reliance on some aspects of nature is a good thing. And patience in droves. Yet, In recent years, with the explosion of gadgets and internet-enabled hacks, reef keeping as a hobby has sort of gone a bit the other way. It was heading really into that technology-can-do-everything phase that the freshwater world did eh, a number of years ago, in my opinion. Somehow saving time seemed to surpass applying patience as the underlying mantra of that hobby sector. Yet I think it's finally starting to break again. People are realizing, what am I doing here? What do I want to do? And recently, we've seen some well-known Reef keepers having some rather spectacular failures, and I can't help but wonder if at least part of the underlying causes were the hobbyists getting a little bit too far away from nature and a little bit too cozy with tech instead of nature, eschewing patience and measured progress for the promise of instant tech provided gratification. They'll never admit it, however, I think they know better. Needlessly, in my humble opinion, complicating things in order to foster the same results that can be achieved by embracing natural processes with a little bit little bit less certainty, though, seems a bit odd to me. Positive, even predictable results generally take longer than if you apply all the gadgets, additives, and tech to the process. But nature will find the way to get where she wants to go, with or without all the gadgets we employ. We've sort of figured it out in this sector of the hobby. Now, I'm not saying not to use technology. I'm really into LED lighting. I'm really into high-quality aquariums. I spend a lot of money on good gear, just like I encourage you to do. It's not a cheap hobby. But I don't do that as a substitute for patience. I don't use my gear and my high-tech equipment as a substitute for understanding what's going on in my aquariums. Patience is often more economical than gear, and the results are far more interesting, in my opinion. In these uncertain, unprecedented times in our world history, there's so much uncertainty more concerned about when things will get better and how to make them that way. And the path to success is to apply common sense with an equal dose of patience and, yeah, a certain degree of faith. So, above everything we talked about here, just be patient. You're going to be really happy with those results in the long term. Trust me. Stay bold, stay patient, stay careful, stay studious, stay observant and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tannin Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The tin.